You're listening to the Back Porch Talk Podcast. Danny and Jason had many discussions and debates on the back porch while making pivotal investment moves with assets. That's right, with trading cards. They welcome you to the back porch and right into those discussions about current sports news with a fresh and unique twist. So come on and join us. Welcome to the Back Porch Top Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. She calls Danny. Fans, we got a full story for you today. Danny, it was NBA All-Star Weekend. The festivities were in place in Indianapolis. And, oh boy, we got a lot to talk about. The NBA All-Star Weekend is probably one of the best weekends for any of the professional sports when it comes to, uh, to an All-Star festivities. The NBA, they make it into a full weekend and where they celebrate those who have come before, those who have played before, um, and they tell some great stories, ultimately up to the All-Star game. And let me just say, Danny, uh, you know this. Growing up, we always had maybe, what, order pizza? And we were like, man, we are making an event. Mm-hmm. Off of NBA All Star Saturday night, yeah, where you have the three point contest. Back then, it was just the three point contest and the dunk contest. That was the event. That was the night, mm-hmm. along with pizza, and things have changed. Mm-hmm. Back then, the dunk contest was was the culminating event. I mean, the the premier event. Not so much nowadays. Right now, it's the three-point contest that is the premier event. Uh, and it didn't disappoint. The three-point contest to me on NBA All-Star Weekend Saturday night is the best event. Some may argue that it's the Skills Tap Challenge, which the Skills Challenge is also uh, a good event. Steph and Sabrina, they went ahead and did their thing. They uh, battled it out. That was great. And I... I actually would have loved to have seen Sabrina in, in the regular uh, three-point uh, contest because she scored 26 points. All the other guys scored 26 points. So I would have loved to see how that really would have played out. So mm-hmm. I think that, um, no, she would have beat, beaten out some of the guys. So kudos to her. And then it was the dunk contest that just – it was a combination of things, Danny, whether it was just the lackluster dunks or just the scoring <laughs> of the dunks. Um, it just wasn't a good showing. And then, oh, by the way, it was Sunday night with the NBA All-Star Game and where, Danny, this, this is utterly ridiculous. It was like 200 points scored in this game, man, mm-hmm. by one team. Not total, by one team. And the East, they go go ahead and prevail. Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard, he becomes the uh, MVP. There's something that's got to be done with this all-star game. I I just don't know what it could be. Mm -hmm. But what I do know, something's got to be done. Danny, what say you about the NBA all-star? Skills challenge. I thought it was pretty good. The only exception was Anthony Edwards and that whole left-hand thing. 
because you're out there competing and the other guys were competing. It wasn't like everyone else was just chilling out. Everyone was actually trying to win the event and he went left-handed, which ended up costing them at the beginning in that first round. I wish he would have did it with his right hand, his, his strong hand. And actually it would have been maybe a different result, but I like the skills challenge. I think it's pretty cool. Steph Sabrina was cool. Three point contest. Like you said, it did not disappoint. Actually, a lot of the newcomers that came in actually hit a lot more shots than I expected. Because usually you get the new guys that come in, like a Jalen Brunson, for example, and they just just gets to them because it, they get tired. Because that's a different type of event where you're just going and you're trying to get everything done in a minute and wear down. But they all actually shot pretty decent in the three-point contest. So that was cool to see. There weren't a lot of duds. And then the slam dunk contest, Mac McClung actually, that dunk he did, that first dunk where he let the ball go and caught it mm -hmm. again and dunked it, mm -hmm. I thought that was, you get back to your scoring. I'm like, there's no way that's not a 50. Anybody, you can try it on an eight-foot rim. That's a hard dunk for what mm -hmm. he did with somebody right there. It, that was not an easy dunk. So I thought he actually had, I thought some of the other participants had some good dunks. And Jaime from uh Miami, he actually I didn't know he could even do what he did. He actually had, that, yeah. he surprised yeah. me because if you watch his game, he's more of a he plays on he doesn't play above the rim, put it like that. So he surprised me. Uh Toppin had actually had a nice dunk. It was the scoring that was and Kenny Smith was. It was sometimes it was hard to see. But at the same time, it was like uh he was right because the scoring was all over the place. Yeah. It was yeah. like that I think that took a lot away from what they did. Uh and it was nice to see Jalen Brown. I know he didn't do anything spectacular, but for a name to be in there, mm -hmm. I think mm -hmm. that shows that others should join. I think that may help a little bit. We've seen this thing from the get-go, mm -hmm. all the dunks. And so the creativity is very difficult now on these guys trying to do this. So I give him credit for going out there. And like I said, that dunk, with, when he dropped it and picked it back up and went backwards, <laughs> that was a fit. I just think, you know, Danny, I have to agree with you. Going back to Jalen Brown, I mean, we're not only talking about a big name, we're talking about big dollars. Because if I'm not mistaken, Jalen Brown is the highest paid player in the NBA. For him to be out there to, in a sense, I can't say risk it because he has a guaranteed contract, but he is still risking injury. Mm -hmm. If he can be out there, I think that's a showcase that others can be out there as well. So I'm glad somebody, a name was out there. What this would do, because we all, we always hear it, like during, during the uh, dunk contest or immediately following, you, you get some tweets out there um saying hey i'm gonna participate in the dunk contest next year and yeah it'll never happen yeah lebron said it at one point uh now i think john morant he's saying some stuff uh, so we'll see what happens but there's something that's got to be done with the dunk contest or just with with the nba saturday night i mean don't know don't and know i think we happens. i think we're spoiled too jay because we actually saw Jordan and Dominique Wilkins at the top of their game in the slam dunk contest. Like, head to head. 
and you know I'm where I'm going with this, Danny. You know where I'm going with this. I still say Nick got robbed in 88 in Chicago. Everybody knows that, man. You kidding me? Are you kidding me, man? Everybody knows that. Yeah. And they still talk about that to this day. The All-Star game. And just to highlight some statistics here. The East All-Stars scored 50, at least 50 points every quarter. 53, 51, 56, and then 51 again. The total 211 points. In a losing effort, uh, Carl Anthony Towns scores 50 points. Mm -hmm. uh, Damian Lillard, he wins the MVP, scores 39 points, man. This has some remarkable threes from half court, whatever the case may be. I mean, there were some great performances in here, but there was also a huge lack of defense by Jason, both teams. And Jason, you watching the game, there's dudes like walking up the court and not getting back. And and that's the part of the game that people, you know, everyone's, it's every year though. It's always, we always have this. We're, the same discussion. Yeah. yeah, it's the same discussion every year. How can you change the all-star game? Mm -hmm. How can you mm -hmm. have the players play harder like they played back in the day? How can mm -hmm. you have players out there, everyone's saying they're Kobe, they mm -hmm. idolize Kobe, the awards for Kobe. Who's the hardest player in the game? As of late, Kobe. Kobe. Kobe busts his tail every all-star game. He wanted mm -hmm. to win. And, and, and none of these – and that's not there. And I'm going to say this too, Danny. One thing I noticed, remember when Giannis – First got into the All-Star game. Mm -hmm. When he first got there and how hard he was playing defensively and everything. You didn't see that no more. You didn't see that in this this past Saturday, Saturday night or Sunday night. Mm -hmm. uh, that speaking speeds volumes, in my opinion. Uh, when you have the hardest player with the highest motor kind of scaled down for the All-Star game, that to me says a lot about the game. Yeah. What Adam Silver and the, what will they do? I don't know. I don't know if they're going to put more money up. I don't know if they go to a format instead of East West or a pick them, you know, thing or set up. If they go USA versus the world. Or they change know, it, Jason, from five on five. They go a different route with it. Or because it's coming to a point, man, like, it's impressive to see the shots they're making because still when it comes down to basketball and people making the shots they're making, they're still making mm -hmm. those shots. Mm -hmm. I don't care if your hands in your face or not, but at the same time, there's no way in the world somebody should get 200 points in a game. Oh, crazy, man. Crazy. And like I said, it was people walking down the floor, people just lollygagging and there's a lot of people pay a lot of money, mm -hmm. families, and that's for the fans. And that's mm -hmm. where I think a lot of this gets lost is it's supposed to be for the fans. It's supposed to be for those legends sitting on the sideline watching you play. Mm -hmm. And there was, I think it was Bird or Dr. J or somebody, they they had a, the Legends Brunch and they had um, interviewed him. I believe it was NBA Radio. Mm -hmm. And what did they say? They wanted to see them play hard, like we used to play in the All-Star game. At least give some type of effort. Mm 
It's, it's not that tall of a task. And if you don't want to be there, don't go. And sure, somebody yeah. they got to figure something else out because there's a lot of a lot of heaven and hawing on who makes the all-star team because I think it's probably bonuses involved and everything. But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if you're going to be there, no one's saying play like it's game seven, but dang, get a well, hand man, up. Play in front of somebody. Make it competitive, man. I think what's going to end up happening, man, I could see them doing away with the all-star game. That's what I mean. It's going to be like the Pro Bowl. And, <laughs> and do away with the dunk contest. I think, you know, it may be close to being time. Mm-hmm. And just focus in on the skills challenge and three-point contest. And then let the legends have their weekend. With the with the lunches and maybe make it into more of a um, a premier event, but even behind the scenes. Because at this juncture, I don't know what good is it for us to really showcase it on TV. Now, what I will say is, what I do tune in pre game or pre Saturday night festivities. I absolutely love looking at the documentaries or the short documentaries that they have on different uh, time periods mm-hmm. um, and or different time periods or just on different stories in general. Uh, absolutely love seeing that. Uh, and so this time was no different. Uh, I've heard the stories about uh, the what was the first All-Star game and where they actually um, protested because they wanted to have um, pensions. Mm-hmm. And so they talked about how they uh, didn't have any like of the footage, uh, if you will. And so they went to, to AI, they used AI to, to conceptualize what the story actually would look like yeah. uh, in, some, in some instances. And so that type of stuff to me is really cool because it gives you an opportunity to see where technology and basketball where it meets and how it can really drive things moving forward and really, really be able to tell the stories. Um, so those are the things that I really enjoy actually watching. Dunk contest has gotten to a point where it's really hit and miss. I mean, I think the last great dunk contest probably was like what Zach Levine and uh, Eric Gordon yeah. Um, yeah. going at it, which was an amazing dunk contest. Some would say, it ranks up there. I agree. Uh, we looked at it. I was like, this may actually rank up there. So Aaron Gordon got robbed. Man. <laughs> he on he yeah. on that neat side. Twice. Yes. Back, got back years, man. We'll see, man. We'll see. I think it was great seeing uh Damian Lillard really go for it, compete and actually win. For the three-point contest and as an MVP, and it was good hearing him on the set of the, with the TNT crew and what Shaq indicated and said to him. He's like, "Now, y'all shouldn't be no three and seven. This is on you, Giannis and Doc. So yeah. you need to go back to the locker room, grab somebody by the neck, say, I need y'all to do this, this, and this.'" Um, and, you know, really go from there. He's saying being more aggressive in the locker room. Um, there's no reason why we should be three and seven under Doc right now. We'll see because my understanding is the Bucks have, what, the third, fourth 
uh, hardest record, uh, hardest schedule the rest of the season. Yep. It's going to be interesting. That's the Portland Damian Lillard right there that we saw this weekend. Mm-hmm. We haven't seen that yet in, in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. He's had flashes. He's shown flashes. But he was able to play his game, I think, too, where he can kind of open it up a little bit and be himself. And I think he's still trying to figure that out in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. So hopefully this is, you know, jump starts the second half for him and for that playoff run because they're definitely going to need it. Yeah. Thank you for joining us at Backports Talk Podcast. You can also join us on Twitter by tweeting us at back underscore podcast. For more information, you can go to our website, which is backportstalkpodcast.com. You can also email us at backportstalkpodcast at gmail.com. Again, thank you for joining us. And remember that there's enough hate in the world. So go ahead and spread a little love. Thank you.